0: everyone, it is March 5th, 2023. This is the David Jeff Show.
1: When's the last time you inadvertently did something incredibly stupid and had no idea you did it until later on? I mean, you would have at some point had to find out.
0: I think uh, I do it I do it a lot. Like, I almost Dude. wonder if I wasn't married, would I know?
1: Ah, uh, Dave, on Friday, I probably had... You know where you do one of those things and all of a sudden your heart just starts beating and you're like, I don't think this is healthy. <laughs> 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 uh the last week on yeah. wednesday i get a letter from the dmv for my registration okay registrations up in So i just got one in the mail
0: two days no, ago right.
1: after you said it on the show about my registration no, you just Be- dropped
0: in a dmv fee and i was yeah. like fuck jeff just said this yeah then you start thinking when did i buy this car right and i'm like I bought two this car. years ago yeah no i'm thinking i bought this car in september why am i getting dmv registration now
1: uh, buy it new or used? Um, one's new, one's used. The used one, you inherit the, the tags.
0: Oh, whenever the fuck... Uh,
1: I feel the, like it. Yeah, I mean, you would think... Are you, you sure at? about this?
0: You just make shit up right
1: now. No, I feel like I inherited tags, but if it's close, I don't know. You got to look into that.
0: Yeah, I swear to God, it's always been September. I always try and buy cars in September. Good thinking.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I get my registration, yeah. not due till May, but I'm like, okay, and I like... That they send it to me now. because Do you like to give you two months? Yeah, because it's kind of like we talk about with with Dan. Borrow smart, repay smart, get ahead of it. Do I want to do it this check? Just one of those things where you're aware of it. And then uh, two days later, I, I look, I get the email from the post office. They send it to me every day. And it lets you know what's in your mail. Kind of cool. I mean, I have a locked mailbox, but they'll send you an email each day. And you can kind of see what you're getting. So I get this email in the morning and I look and I'm getting another letter from the DMV. I was like, well, that's weird. So I get home, I open the letter and it says, your uh, registration is going to be suspended <laughs> April 15th because we haven't received proof of auto insurance. I go, "Ah, oh, that's easy enough. So I call Wawanisa. I've been with them since 2002. I go, hey, and it's happened in the past. Things happen. They can email it over. You're fine. I thought you just go online and print it out, don't you? Yeah, but the insurance company has a way to just, they have a program and they can just send your VIN to the DMV. Okay. Happens instantly and you're covered. So uh, call Wawanisa. They've always been cool. I go, hey, for whatever reason, DMV is not showing record of my auto insurance. Guy goes, no problem. We'll take care of it. He goes, hey, let me have your name. And I go, hey, I've got my policy number right here. carried in my wallet. He goes, "Uh, all right, let me look that up. He goes, hey, Jeff, that expired December 12th. I'm like, what? And he goes. (laughs) You've been driving dirty? (laughs) Dude. He goes, it expired (laughs) December 12th. And I said, (laughs) I go, okay, I'm going to have to call you back because I paid this. And I'm going to go through my Capital One, and I'll find the statement. He goes, yeah, he goes, we'll take care of it. Dude, I go through my entire Capital One, yeah, and I don't have anything oh, from Wawanisa. You to
0: panic because you're getting closer to oh, realizing dude, you're done?
1: this is like where you go, what the fuck? Yes. So then uh, I go look, and Dave, like anybody, well, I don't know, but for my, my main email address, yeah. I have subfolders, right? Jack and Cade, work, whatever. And I have one where I put all the receipts when I paid bills. Yeah. Whether it's you know been property tax, registration, all those different things. So you can have it. So I scroll back to November. Ah, here we go. Here's my Wawanisa email. Perfect. And I open it up and it says, your payment's past due. Oh, Christ. And I realized what I had done for the entire time that I've had Wawanisa insurance. Yeah. How do you pay your car insurance? You pay it in in bulk once a year. I think my I don't pay any bills. My wife pays all the bills, but I think
0: um, I think she pays it every three months. Okay, three months at a time.
1: Wawanisa, for the entire time I paid six months at a time. Okay, but it was coming due December twelfth. It's like whatever six hundred bucks and. They said, would you like to change to you know, every other month? Kind of like that. I said, yeah, that'd be great. They said, okay, great. Your first payment's due December 12th. They said, perfect. And they sent me an email that said payment due. Yeah. And I was just thinking in my head, payment received. Yeah. And I dropped it in. And I mean, dude, it was 100% on me. Yeah. So I call back to Wamanisa. The guy's super cool. I go, hey man, I need to renew. Yeah. Like, holy shit. I got a nice car. <laughs> Dave, just, how about
0: this? Especially you. You you fucking hit people on
1: the freeway. I yeah. <laughs> I I didn't know this is going on in California right now. Yeah. Guy goes, Jeff, everything in California, he goes, dude, it's 10 to 14 days. Wait time. No way. I go, what does that mean? He goes, he goes, man, I could take your application tonight. Nothing would get approved until Monday. And you're going to have insurance for two weeks. And I go, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, and again, David, it's 100% on me. They didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. And family members are like, they should have done this, that. I go, no, when I got the email yeah. that said payment due, I should have made the fucking payment. Yeah. I just misread it. So I want to thank our friend Mark Nimitz. Mark Nimitz works for farmers. Yep. And I reached out to him. You were going to switch insurance companies. Yeah, but Mark said, he goes, Jeff, it's the same thing. I think Mark told me seven to 10 days, but he goes, here's a couple of numbers for you. Call these two companies right now, and you should be good to go. You got a clean record, everything else. And so, yeah, on Friday night, thanks to Mark, I'm with a group, part of uh, Farmers. I don't even know. Went for... You know, get the full coverage, man, unsured motorist, comp, collision, all the full thing. 175 bucks, paid it right over the phone, and I'm good to go. But holy cow, Dave, you talk about <laughs> uh, one of those moments when you're like, and I was saying to my son today, I go, dude, if I get hit on the freeway, your car gets stolen, yeah. anything get, happens, I go, I'm, um, dude, I would have been fucked. Yeah, you, you get a speeding ticket, right? Hey, license and registration and proof of insurance. Here you go. Hey dude, you have an it's insurance? Expired, yeah. I don't know what that fine is, but, ah, uh, so yeah, just you, completely you, freaked me out. When, but now when, I'm good to
0: go. Okay. Well, you always say on the show that you pay bills like right away every day. Okay. Yeah. Like uh, I,
1: I use my capital one card to pay for anything. So gas lunch, whatever. And then each morning I go in, I just pay that bill
0: do you use the calendar on your phone
1: uh yeah every now and then okay like not a lot
0: like let's say you have a dentist appointment April 2nd yeah will you put that in your phone uh yeah that I would okay yeah but I don't I don't utilize it as much as I should yes I I use my phone like crazy I mean and the reason is I mean I just forget shit I just and I don't want to think about stuff that clouds my mind but I honestly I just forget stuff so I Literally, we'll, we'll, um, God dang, man. I don't know if it's as I get older, I just have more stuff to do. But like, I'll, I'll have my calendar on my phone of all this shit. And then I'll write down like day by day yeah. of uh, like, a here's a, there's a legal pad in front of me and I'll just write my week down. So yeah. I just, I don't want to miss anything.
1: No, that's the thing. And, and it's funny, right? We finally got everything done with the car yeah. accident from a couple of years ago and talking to Dan and saying, okay, well, I've got this, but it's not huge outstanding balance. I've got this. And, uh, you know, we just kind of talked about different things. But, yeah, I'm one of those yeah. guys. And now it's set up. Like, the new company was great. It's just set up, auto pay, take it. I'm good. Thankfully, I, I can afford it. But, um, God, it just it stops your heart, man. So just make sure, <laughs> just a friendly reminder, <laughs> I I would have told you 100%. Dude, I'd been with Wawanisa since 2002. My condo's covered with them. My ex's cars with them, my car'd been with them, but now I'm and Wawanisa no, actually Mark Nimitz gave me the name of the company. Yeah. Wawanisa gave me the name of a of a different company. But I, I just wanted to thank Mark was was great, tried to help out. But farmers was the same thing. He said seven to ten days. You know Did you fun. know that in California though? I, like you can't just immediately go no, in.
0: No idea. No idea. It's funny is you know, Shaquille O'Neal does um commercials for the general. Yeah. Oh, and, that's right. And he says he does those commercials because he said when he was in college at LSU, nobody would give him insurance. Really? And he said the general stepped up and gave him insurance. And he goes, Because of that, he never forgot it.
1: Oh, that's cool. He
0: said it was it's a loyalty thing out of them because they looked out for him. He said when he was young. But you know, here's the funny thing. I always think about insurance kind of it's not as a scam. I mean, everybody needs it. You need health yeah. insurance, but, you need dude. insurance. I've been driving since 1987, 86, 87, something yeah. like that. Dude, I've never used my insurance. Isn't that funny? Like, I've, it, knock on wood, whatever, yeah. I've, I've never had to use it. So then you start thinking in your mind, how much money would I have right now uh, by never using, you know what I mean? Yeah. You don't know. But again, you're talking almost 40 years here that I haven't used my my fucking insurance, right?
1: I had, uh, I had a couple of things. I was with my son, Cade. Yeah. He was probably three. We were on the 8, yeah. heading west, right where you get to Rosecrans or head north to L.A. Yeah. or Morena Boulevard. And they've now painted the freeway to give you a much better idea of what lane you should be in. But that that little, whatever you call it, not an intersection, but that kind of area was so confusing to people. And we just had a guy just in the middle of the freeway just stopped yeah, because he didn't know what to do. And I ended up rear ending a guy, but they ultimately the CHP hey, watch it. I did not okay. say a word. Uh CHP <laughs> determined that it was the front person's fault. Because yeah. it was like a three car accident. Yeah. So that guy, so I was fine on that. And then uh God damn the day C. S keys died. Yeah. I had a guy run into me up in Oceanside. And uh I remember that. That was his fault. And then when I got hit over here on Cinco a mile. Yeah. so yeah, I mean, and your rates didn't go through the roof, no, because I was never at fault. Yeah, I wasn't at fault for any of the three.
0: You know, it was, so man, it's funny. Here's here's a here's an insurance thing for you, and I don't know if people are bored or not, but so I've been in this house almost uh, going on nine years. In this mm-hmm. house, two years ago, sister-in-law is staying over, and uh, all of a sudden, I noticed there's water leaking from the shower upstairs. Oh yeah downstairs uh, and i'm going hey what the hell so it was no, no big deal actually it was it was something that we fix on our own no problem at all but we told an the insurance company about it well that's mark one and then we had our dishwasher break oh fuck and water ended up on the floor they had to come fix uh fix the wood underneath boom insurance canceled two insurance claims you're canceled not only that really? you can't get insurance from another another insurance company like we got a notice in the mail saying hey your insurance is going to expire and you're you're fucked
1: And as well, you can't, you can't not have a house without insurance. When we, when we eventually tell you about Brian Curry, one of the things that I had when I bought the condo was um, the people that owned it. Yeah. Part of wanting us to close was they paid a year for a home warranty. Yeah. So garage door, dishwasher, uh, you know, plumbing, anything like that. I would just call I'd pay uh deductible. Yeah. 50 75 deductible. The guy would just come out and fix it and then I had homeowner's insurance but it always went through the warranty. I don't know if people recommend those things I don't have any idea but
0: I just used that for, that uh what's that home warranty thing that it's whatever. I I just did on my dryer last week. Yeah? It wasn't it didn't go on all of a sudden. It, the belt broke. Okay, I didn't know but oh, yeah. the guy came out. and goes it was 100 bucks, all right, deductible.
1: Yeah. Guy comes you have one out. of those warranty yeah. things? Yeah,
0: they're important. Guy comes out, he goes, Yeah, thick accent, I don't know where he's from. Yeah, you want me to clean the the vent? Yeah. Like, and I was like, Yeah, he goes, All right, 120 bucks. And I was like, just fucking do it because I'm not gonna do it. Right. And he That's he, crazy. Dude, it, you know what's crazy? Is I bought that thing the week before you and I started at thirteen sixty, the first time in two thousand seven.
1: Oh my god. Had, it, it, cleaned, had it ever I, been
0: cleaned? Never. Dude. Yeah, no.
1: <laughs> we never think we just
0: never think 16 years dude and i mean it's amazing the dryer still works but 16 years and the guy goes hey give me a fucking uh in trash bag and i was like yeah. what he filled that whole fucking thing yeah. up it looked like santa claus leaving it's here. crazy right and he fills the whole thing up and uh all of a sudden man the dryer works better than ever and uh and doesn't make any noise like man our dryer's loud yeah and the guy says dude you're lucky to burn your fucking house yeah. down and he straight straight out because you gotta clean this shit and he starts yelling at me. I'm like, hey, beat it. I don't need that. But he uh, he was 100% right. Yeah. That is like, dude, you're lucky you do not burn your fucking
1: house down. Dude, completely. That one, the dryer vent, and then the vent inside the house yeah. for the air conditioning. Yeah. How about that shit? Uh, learn, <laughs> man. Dude, I don't know
0: shit. I don't cook. I don't fix things. I don't know anything, man. I, I just pay somebody. I just keep writing checks. I go, all right. I, just, I never had a dad that taught me how to do anything. Like how to I, fix anything, how to do anything.
1: I have to can You fix the
0: toilet. Could you install a toilet? Oh God, no. Yeah. Oh, no. that thing would okay. be, what if you even, cause you know, you can YouTube everything. Yeah. What, what if you said, shit, I got to put a new toilet in. Would you YouTube it and do it yourself? Or would you just say, fuck it, I'm paying somebody. Yeah, I'd pay somebody. Yeah, me too. It's not worth they... it. What if you fuck it up? I
1: would, <laughs>
0: <laughs> not even close.
1: but it's funny. I'm at kids head to Mexico for 10 days on Friday. Yeah. So I'm back at the condo. And like I go over there, and there's just little things that I'm. It makes me crazy, right? And I don't know. You own it, and so yeah, I got to try to find a plumber. I don't know if anybody's a plumber. I'll pay. I'm not looking for anything for free. But it's one of those things. Like the guy who I hear on uh, on Darren's show or somebody that'll unclog drains for you know eighty bucks or whatever. Dude, I'm just like, there's about ten things in that fucking house that could be done and I would yeah. just do it because it's, I mean, it's got my name on the D, exactly. but yeah, probably like the dryer vent. I would just probably just do one day, do the dryer vent, do the in-house vent, do yeah. the plumbing. Right. And what else?
0: Just make sure that everything's going good. Yeah. That, that's funny. All right. Got to ask you a question. Did you, I know you listen to discern Jeff and I, I love Stern, but I was trying to catch up. I finally caught up on the kiss interview. I yeah. got that one. I was good. But he had uh, he had that doctor on last week. Did you catch the doctor? It was little a little bit, okay. And then when he was first on, I'm like, I don't want to hear this fucking guy. Yeah. And uh, he has the guy on, and I, I found it fascinating, believe it or not. So I was curious to know if you, you listened to this part of it because you you sit in an office all day, and you, oh, and, yeah. and and hell, I'm, I sit at a computer all day, and I know a lot of people in our audience do the same thing. And he was talking about the good news was he was saying genetics have very little to do with how long you're going to live.
1: Okay, that's so good.
0: It said only has like four percent. To do oh, wow. with, with how long you're going to live like i got a buddy of mine who drinks a ton of beer and, and eats shitty and everything else and he goes ah it's already predetermined when you're going to die that's you know that's always his answer but he the doctor was saying if you get up and you walk two minutes an hour get up out of that yep. fucking chair and he goes everything's kinetically involved through your legs okay you got to use your legs at least two minutes an hour he says oh yeah
1: that's easy. and he goes
0: that will lengthen your life dramatically
1: Oh, that's good.
0: And then he said, he goes, all the shitty stuff you do up until age 65 will catch up with you. Meaning if you're a drinker, if you're a smoker, all that shit, by yeah. age 65, you, you fucking, you are what you are. Like if you yeah. don't abuse alcohol, you don't abuse tobacco, you're probably going to have a, a healthy long life. Well, that's good. Yeah. For, for you and me, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's pretty good. But it was, uh, anyway, I, I thought it was interesting when he was sitting there talking about that. But then like Stern was talking about it he goes, my am ready to fucking retire. I got three years left on this contract and I'm out. And so Stern is, I think, 69 years old. Yeah, he old. said to kiss. Yeah, he's 69 years old and he's like, I'm retiring at like 72. And the doctor said, Don't fucking retire. He goes, Your fucking brain's going to go to mush. Yeah. <laughs> and he's right. Said, and so he said, He goes, You got to challenge your brain. He goes, People that retire and just uh, watch TV and read books, he goes, You're fucked.
1: <laughs> I, I he
0: goes, You got to use your brain.
1: Yeah. I mean, we've been through it. We've been through patches of being unemployed. Yeah. I wouldn't really call it a retirement. And uh, it's not good, man. It's not good. And so I have friends that are going through it right now. Yeah. And I'm like, every morning you have to get up early, no, not at 5 a.m., but by 9 a.m. <laughs> no, but
0: you know what <laughs> I'm oh, saying? Dude, I, you know how many people I know that literally never see the sun? Ben, yeah. ben Maller, who does the overnights. Yeah, but he's working. Yeah, but you say that, but I've known Ben for fucking 30-something years, and Ben did that when he was 19 years old.
1: Man, I'm talking about the he people. He never just,
0: saw the sun. He's a goddamn vampire.
1: Yeah. Got to get up, shower, Yeah, move around, yeah. do those Live kind of things. the house at least once a day. Dude, Monday becomes Friday very, very quickly. Yeah. And for me, yeah, it wouldn't make me crazy. That would just make me crazy. Yeah. Like... The pandemic drove everybody
0: crazy a little bit, right? Yeah, I mean it was we all felt like we had cabin fever.
1: Yeah, we got out. I mean, my kids and I just took advantage of the fact that hotels were open and in Encinitas you could rent a room for 35 bucks. And so we would just go up and go to the store and hang out, watch step brothers. Yeah. And uh and take advantage of that and get out and drive around. I mean, I got pictures, man. Coronado Bridge. Completely, I was the only car on the Coronado Bridge. We did it for like four nights. We went downtown San Diego. I've got a shot up Fifth Avenue. I'm literally the only car on Fifth Avenue downtown. The Encinitas, and I think in Oceanside too, were the four, yeah. where it was just kind of a wild couple of weeks. I mean, we were saying it we are up there because we're about, uh, March 13th will be three years. Yeah. And uh, trying to find hand sanitizer. Yeah, it was a bit Remember good. that? Toilet paper. Toilet paper. And there was there were a couple of places in Oceanside that did like homemade vodka. And they were making yeah, that's right. homemade hand sanitizer. That's right. And we'd go buy it from them for like these little bottles for like five bucks. And these guys were great. They weren't trying to scam anybody. They were just trying to help out and do their thing because you couldn't find anything at Costco or Target or wherever you may go. And, man, it was I saw Sean the other day was on with Sully and he talked yeah. about how this community, different people did things within the community to kind of keep us all moving forward. And uh yeah, I mean, look, a lot of people point to me you and me doing podcasts. Yeah. You know, keeping things normal. Hey, I wouldn't say we're heroes, but if that's your word, nobody here's going to fight it. What? <laughs> A lot of lonely people that enjoyed yeah. uh, how old are they and how much are they worth. That's but, true. But um, it's just funny because we all have it. And if you have Facebook and you look back at Facebook memories, yeah, it's funny. I look at it a year ago tonight. Me and my boys were at uh, Garth Brooks. Wow. That was kind of fun. And then you look back and it's uh, whatever today is March 5th, 2020. And it's just like, hey, out hanging out, having fun at the park. And I have, a, I have a great friend in Toronto, and she was telling me, like, pay attention, dude. Shit's coming, and it's going to be real, and you guys are at the beach. And look, uh, how you view it now as to how you viewed it in 2020, everybody's got a different opinion. How you're going to view it moving forward, it's all up to you. I mean, we all tried to do what we thought was right. Fuck, nothing wrong with that. But it, it's kind of wild looking back at 2020 and 2021 and how different it was. But especially, do you remember what, what you were doing on that March 13th?
0: Yeah, 100%. I remember um, we, played, just, we played Coronado. We were, kind, were you over there on the We were island? over there on the island. And uh, Josh was coaching with me at the time. And it was frustrating as fuck. Like, I've never been more frustrated after a game because... One of my star players refused to lay a bunt down that would have fucking won the game for us. Okay. And then we ended up going extra innings and we ended up taking the lead. And my best player refused to close the game. Why? He, uh, he said he pitched 22 pitches two days ago. He uh-huh. didn't want to pitch. Now he's, he's going to get drafted high this year. He plays, oh, that's good. Play center field for Cal State Fullerton. But at the time, I needed him that day.
1: Yeah, come on.
0: And he wouldn't fucking pitch. So I had to put a kid in who wasn't that good and fucking lost the game. And, man, I remember just driving, doing the strand back. Yeah. Josh and I aren't saying a fucking word. And I was like, man, fuck. And then he found out that, like, Tom Hanks got, got yeah. COVID all of a in sudden. In Australia. And then I was, I just looked at Josh and I said, if the season's over today, fuck it. I'm fine. <laughs> like, I was. And it was. was. It was. And it was the best, probably best talent I ever had. But I was so mad that day. But, I mean, the whole year was weird. I mean, fucking in January, Kobe Bryant dies. Yeah. And then in March, all of a sudden, the whole world shut down.
1: Dude, I was at a uh, the Friday afternoon. I'm getting ready to go pick up my kids. But they were 2020s, uh, so I guess it's three years ago. So they would have been seventh grade. Yeah. And uh, I'm getting ready to go pick them up. And I stop into a place to get a bite to eat over on Claremont Mesa. And I'm like the only guy in there. It's like 5 o'clock. And they have a TV on. And they had ESPN on. Yeah. And that's when I think it was the Utah Jazz playing somebody. That's right. And Rudy Gobert and Mike Conley and all those guys. Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell all got pulled off the court. Yeah. And the Tom Hanks thing had come out. Yep. Right? And you were like, whoa, that's pretty wild. And then when all of that went, and I was just sitting in there. And it was me and, like, the two people working. And I was like, hey, am I cool? They're like, yeah, you're fine. And we just watched the whole thing. It was kind of like just watching everything unfurl over those next couple of days. You're right. That whole 2020 was so weird. But The whole it, thing was weird. Yeah.
0: The whole thing. It's funny. There will be a lot of baseball fans who, of course, the the Dodgers win in that year, and they'll take shots at it. We were so starved for sports. Oh, yeah. That baseball coming back whatever it was was one of the best things of 2020 it's because we we're, we're, we were we were literally like this is a shot and you take it for whatever it was we were like excited about women's basketball
1: yeah I mean the guys that really were pretty incredible and and think whatever you want about them Dana white yeah built a bubble yeah that's right and got guys in and Dana white said he was getting tested like 20 times a week yeah and then Vince McMahon yeah And was putting on, again, they rented out like something in Tampa, Florida. One of the, either the, where the Rays play, I think. And they were just doing, you know, three nights a week. First in an empty, uh, they were doing it in an empty stadium. And then they had it look like uh, like MTV, where they brought in like a couple thousand TV screens. And they would let you log in via Zoom. And you could watch everything, and, and, I mean, that was pretty wild. Yeah. The whole deal. Hey, I, I should mention, we had talked about Carlo Chichetto being in the garage oh, yeah. tonight. Couldn't make it down to the garage tonight. Dave, you're out of town next Sunday, right? hmm And then uh, I'm out of town a couple of Sundays coming up. So we want Carlo. It's tough for him to get to the garage during the week. Yeah. But I think over the next couple of weeks, shows are going to be Monday and Wednesday. So he is definitely coming down, Yeah, well, and uh, we're looking forward to it. It Just scheduling-wise, it didn't work for tonight. No, he felt terrible. <laughs>
0: he doesn't have any reason he, to feel terrible. I just uh, he's him. like I said, the nicest dude. It, I told him, I go, dude, we don't map this fucking show out. I go, literally, Jeff walks in, I turn the mic, and we start talking. Yeah. I go, we're, we're going to be okay. Like, you thought it completely ruined tonight's show, and I said, it doesn't work that way.
1: No, but we're looking forward to having him in. So yeah. we'll get him in. We didn't want to do it over the phone, and uh, we'll get him in. And then, dude, the other one we got to follow up on. We talked about COVID. We got to follow up on Dagmar and see if Dagmar will come down and tell that story. Remember, she alluded to it on the phone that she was in a cult. Yeah, she wants yeah. to come in and tell the story. You want to hear that? That? Was, wild. that was wild. Uh so yeah, if you uh, were are looking for Carlo, give it give it a, who's give it a the couple girl of that weeks. Does
0: mornings on NBC?
1: Dude, I'm never home. I have okay. no idea.
0: Yeah, that weather girl in the morning. Okay. Better than Dagmar.
1: Uh, watch your mouth. Okay.
0: Watch your mouth. <laughs> There's a big rock on that finger. She's, she's, she's Who does? The girl in the morning. She's, she's married. I'm just saying, not, uh, not, well, not too bad. A lot of other shows in town. I'm sure she'll be great on. Easy, as they used to say, easy on the eyes. Yeah. As your grandfather
1: would say. Uh, the other thing that I have, and then whatever you want to do, I want to thank everybody that has participated in the feedback from the trade show on Wednesday night. I think what it was, the trade show. it gave everybody, if you missed it, I don't know how you can. There's 9,000 uh, tweets. Jim Betancourt told me he hopes Roman Reigns gives me a Superman punch at WrestleMania. Uh, Dan and Gavin were not happy that we called them Hosmer and Myers. I said... <laughs> I said a couple of all-star appearances, World Series appearance, yeah. rookie of the year, gold gloves. I said maybe you're more like Reimer Liriano and Franchi Cordero. <laughs> watch your mouth. But the thing that was fun for me yeah. was we watch trades happen all the time. All the time. In every sport, all of our teams, we watch guys get traded, and we never pay attention. And just the other night, I thought it would be fun If you heard your name and you'd been traded out of town. Yeah. And then the other thing is, and every one of you fell for it. This is what was great. Every one of you, like every player that Dave and I have met outside a very select few, every one of you had an overinflated view of your own worth. (laughs) And I knew it. So Dave was not much of a willing participant going in, but that was fine. But every, every one of you that was traded for future considerations or traded for a fourth round pick, moved to Pittsburgh, moved to Denver, you now will have a much better appreciation. I was listening. Did you listen to any of the Padre game today?
0: No, I didn't. I was, I was out. I watched a little bit. I watched the first two innings.
1: Uh, I said to Jack, I go, okay, This is a guy that is living what I did Wednesday night on the podcast. Estui Ruiz. Yes. Came up through the Padres farm system. Yep. Right? And you have to think as a young kid, you're looking around at what they had with Darvish and Snell, Machado, Tatis. Yeah. And you're thinking, man, this is going to be really, really exciting to be a part of it. And Estui Ruiz lived in real life what you guys happened to be on the podcast. He got moved to Milwaukee yeah. as part of the hater deal. And then he goes to Milwaukee. And like I was saying to my sons today, well, you're looking around and they've got Corbin Burns and Woodruff and they've been in the playoffs and maybe Kristen Yelich can come back and you know what, this is okay and I'm okay and everything's okay. And then they're like, hey, it's Stewie, guess what? We just moved you to Oakland. Fuck! <laughs> That's not okay. There's nothing okay. And now when you hear that, you could go in your mind, oh, yeah, I can relate. I got (laughs) moved right out of town, too. But it's just one of those things where now when you hear your name, because what started it was Rob Blake, the GM of the Kings, traded Jonathan Quick, who won two Stanley Cups and had been an icon and probably was going to retire at the end of the year. And with four weeks to go, they, they traded him.
0: Yeah, a lot of Kings fans feel exactly the way you felt the other night. Yeah. It should have, it should have been uh, with one team, the Kings.
1: Yeah, all the way through. Yep. And, But for Blake and Quick and Luke Robitaille, hey, man, that's a friend. It's a guy who was the playoff MVP. A lot of you probably think your playoff MVPs, come on. Okay, come on, you're being silly. But, <laughs> but if the Kings could do it, yeah. that's what made me think. Could you trade a friend? Yeah. Kings are a better team today than they were last week. They are. No doubt about it. They're better in net. They're better defensively for the trade that was made. But it doesn't change the emotional element of trading a friend. I'll tell you this. It shocked a lot of people. Dave didn't have the intestinal fortitude to trade any of you. I had no problem with it. it. Didn't bother me at all. All right, so here, let me throw this. Cuz I was you. trying to improve the ball club. Let's t- <laughs> I thank you all. I thank you all for your contributions. Well, that's why I got hired to make decisions like that. Dave couldn't handle it. That's why Dave was uh, Jed Hoyer. That's true. All
0: right, let me throw this at you. All right, okay. I'm, I'm going to pull I'm going to throw a trade proposal to you right now. All right. Cuz Juan Soto basically will look at, "Hey, I was traded from the Nationals to the Padres for their basically their entire farm system." Yeah. Like if there's anything I should feel major value. Yeah. So here you go. I'm going to trade Ernie Martinez.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm going to trade Erica. I'm going to trade Laura. I'm going to trade Lori. Lori Burtman? Lori <laughs> Burtman's going. Wow. Devin? I'm going to trade. No, Devin stays. I told yeah, you. He's he a lifetime go. contract.
1: I'll tell you exactly why he does he a sta- in this second. He's
0: getting the statue in front of the garage.
1: Yeah. He's not Bert. going
0: anywhere. No. I'll tell you why in a minute. <laughs> okay. Hold on. So I got four so far. Okay. Then I'm going to go with Joe. Okay. Oh. I got five. Okay. You trade those five right there, and you get Paul Rudd as your best friend. You doing it?
1: Oh, wow. (laughs) Okay. Ernie, Erica, Laura. Yeah. Bertman's out the door. I haven't heard from her since we traded her. (laughs) And Joe's out the door for Paul Rudd. No. Oh, look at that. Is there anybody
0: you would trade those five for? Oh, yeah. Okay, give me somebody.
1: Um. Uh, it wouldn't be Pete Davidson. No, you don't have Pete. No, I, I can't do that. Um I'd I'd trade those five to to run with Vetter. Oh, okay. There yeah, you go. They're up. I thought that, you were
0: gonna say Jacqueline Smith.
1: Uh, hey. Okay I take that I would take that call. <laughs> I would take that call. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely i'll tell you another one yeah. dude i'll tell you right now who those five are out the door for okay michelle yo the actress she's gonna win the academy award next sunday night yeah god damn i can't get enough of her holy cannoli so so that's it so you trade five those
0: five for michelle yo okay yeah <laughs> nice oh yeah a minute later no more communication nothing
1: well, no, I mean, I, I'd still see him at the holidays in the off season. No, you traded him away. Oh, well. Hey, thanks for everything. Yeah. That's it. Oh, yeah. Michelle Yeoh in a minute. Okay. It's good, to, it's good to know. Absolutely. Uh, maybe even Tracy Bingham. <laughs> Tracy Bingham. I've never heard that name in 20 years. Right? <laughs> Be gone. Here's why Devin's an MVP. Okay. The other night. Did you see, like, we're all laughing about what happened with the snow in Alpine and Laguna and Julian. Yeah. And it's cute, right? You got dopey people on the news out there making snowmen and snowing. But it's all fun. Did you see today in Tahoe? Dude, in Tahoe, people are spinning and the roads are backed up for three miles. They showed a big bear. Complete panic in the San Bernardino Mountains because they have gotten so much snow. Dave, there was an incredible picture the other day of the the like uh town hall okay. in this city, and the as they open the front door, it's completely you're completely snowed in. Yeah. It looked like a Seinfeld episode, except for it's real life. The other night in Toronto, I got this crazy video it was a blizzard with lightning and thunder. Never seen anything like it, right? Streets, crazy. Yeah. Guess who's the one guy that can bail us out? Mr. Plough. Mr. Plough. Not Laura posting 40 things about her clean garage. Fantastic. It's not Erica didn't even know what the fuck she was traded for. I can't have that out. I got a guy here that I've said for three months, Martinez. Let me tell you about Martinez, why I trade this asshole. In our building, yeah. we have different conference rooms. We have a Patrick Waugh room. We have a Gretzky room. We really? have a them them. Cool. Jordan, Tiger, Gretzky, all these different rooms. Okay. The worst thing I've ever done in my life is bring this jerk Ernie into into my sacred office. Yeah. Comes by the other day and he hits on that wall again in my office. He comes in, I'm looking down, I can't see him. He goes, Hey, me and the president are gonna need you in 10 minutes in the Martinez room. <laughs> And I go, all right, I'm just finishing up some emails. He goes, ah, don't really worry about that. <laughs> Do I need to bring anything? He goes, no, nah, it's going to be short. I'll see in the Martinez room in debt. He's self-appointed. He's out of control. This kid is out of control. He can go. Move them all. We have one guy that if needed, Lake yep. Tahoe doesn't know Mr. Plow. No. They need him, though. Yeah. The San Bernardino Mountains need him julia needs him and guess who's got him you and i got him lifetime contract yeah and he told that one loud about today she kept chirping yeah and he goes what the fuck are you still talking you're in pittsburgh get out of here
0: what was the goddamn jack stefan catchphrase I'm, I'm, jack
1: stepnowski
0: yeah i thought ah, when they it. kept mispronouncing know, no, his I know, name i thought there was a catchphrase maybe i'm wrong on that Fuck, I don't know. Maybe it was a bail sponsorman, the one that's better oh, I know. better it, to need him. King Stallman. Yeah, King it's Stallman. It's better that's, to know me and not
1: need me. Yeah. Than to need me and not know that's me. That's it.
0: That's Mr. Plough.
1: We got him. <laughs> he's not, he's we're not taking that call. We're not taking the call on speakerphone. We're not texting. Yeah. He's off. All you gotta do is look at Tahoe, look at Toronto the other day. I'm like, bring it. Bring it. Bring it right now to Plaza Bonita. We got a guy ready to roll. At these three yappers, Martinez and his two friends, his two backup singers, how'd <laughs> you go?
0: Yeah, I'd move them right now. Oh my gosh, are you? uh There's a TV show on. I was I hate to say it. I was watching it before you came in. It might be the worst show I've ever seen, but I've watched every one so far. Which one? It's the Milf Manor show. Have you seen this show? No. Where is the show? It is. It's got awful, dude. Do you know what the show is about? It's about mm-hmm. uh, it's about a group of moms. Just
1: like CW.
0: Ah, fuck, I don't even know. Let's see. It's on my. I'm DV- just trying to it's, think. It's like, on my DVR. I don't think it is.
1: Let me see. Fire Let's that see. show up so I can see yeah. who's on it.
0: it it's uh, is that
1: stir crazy with? Uh, I'm looking at your DVR. Is that yeah, Richard Pryor? It is, it is Richard
0: Pryor. God, that movie's great. Uh, um. Oh wait, what's it on? So TLC. I, I couldn't even tell you where TLC is. Well, I don't know. Hold on a second. Let's see. I don't even know what TLC stands for. Hold on. Uh, oh, yeah, that's true. I don't even know. There's 90 Day Fiance the other way. I don't even know what that means. I don't know what that show is, but I like it. Okay, so uh, anyway, yeah, TLC. Okay, fire
1: one of these up. No uh, no volume.
0: Yeah, okay. Well, there's one girl on here just has giant fake tits. What? Um, yeah, but kind of has a little bit of a butter face, but she tries to bang every son. Is
1: that uh, your DVR? Milf Manor. Okay. okay.
0: This is episode seven okay wow and so hold on let me, let me get get there for you so the show is kind of that's the that's the girl with the well, you'll see her talk in a second okay so okay anyway my question What's is the premise uh, the premise is these girls are going to find love and then guess what they'd have no idea but it, their sons are going to join them on the island they have no idea so these other moms
1: are now oh. now oh, have, I like
0: that are picking from the other women's sons and they're watching so you spend the night, you share a room with your mother, but then you go out during the day, <laughs> and you're you're trying to bang other 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 moms.
1: <laughs> we have hit rock bottom. Rock this bottom is great. Now here's I'm the, not complaining. I'm just saying we've hit rock bottom. Okay. okay. Now here's the
0: crazy thing. All right, because you're sitting there and you're watching and you're going. Hold on. Here you go. Wait, let
1: me go back. Are these all on demand? Can I go back and get caught up?
0: Yeah, you can get it. Dude, it's all. I mean, I'm not joking when I say this show is shit, but I still, I can't stop watching. So, um, yeah, the blonde chick right there, kind of butterface, but has the the giant fake rack. So, anyway, so you're sitting there, and you watch this guy dang. Okay, see some of the moms?
1: Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, okay. So, you're sitting there, and you're looking at the show, and you're going, what the fuck? All right. Yeah. Could you imagine if they came out next year? And they did a Dilf manner.
1: There's oh, no way. Oh yeah, 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 there'd yeah, there'd be
0: fights all over the place. Right. There's no way you could show up on an island and having some older man banging your daughter. Right. 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 There'd be fist fights all over the goddamn place. There you go. See Joey and Kelly. Yeah. Whoa. This, yeah. This show is is wait, rock bottom. Is rock yeah, bottom. Why
1: am I watching Survivor? Okay.
0: So. <laughs> so my question for you is. Mm-hmm. Were there any of your mom's friends that you ever said, man, she was hot?
1: My mom's friends? No. Yeah. But all my buddies' moms. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh. All of them? Um there are a few.
0: You mentioned you mentioned your one oh friend yeah. you talk about all the oh, time. Oh,
1: yeah, for sure. And but yeah, my friend Laura, her mom. Yeah. I always told her I should have married your mom. I would have been your stepdad. After I took you to prom. <laughs> I'm talking to this day. I'm like, <laughs> your life great would have great been story. Your life would have been so much different if I had been your stepdad. She's like, at what age? I was like 17.
0: How would you explain that to your mom? She
1: knew I loved Mary Jo. (laughs) Loved it. Match made in
0: heaven. You told your mom, guess what? Mary Jo and I are getting married. You okay with that? It's great. She would not be okay with
1: it. Mary Jo had a cool house (laughs) with a pool. Uh, uh, By the way, uh, the earlier trade, uh, all five of them gone. Uh, and I'm throwing in uh, Betancourt, Gavin, Dan. And Dan. <laughs> all gone uh, for Mary Jo. <laughs> Never looking back. <laughs> uh, uh, a minute. Great. Um,
0: Oh, yeah. My buddies right now, I'm trying to think. See, none of my mom's friends did I ever think like anything sexual at all.
1: No, my mom. No, I didn't see any of her friends. But very funny, my buddy's friends. Yeah, that was.
0: I remember. Uh, I might have told you this before. there was a good friend of mine. She, um, her, and her sister were good friends of both her, her and her sister. Our group of friends, and the dad moved on. Okay. Okay. And then we're god dang, We're like seventeen years old. We're at a Wendy's, and this girl pulls up in a Mazda RX-7. Okay. Really? Okay. Convertible, red. And she is smoking hot. Like we can't stop looking through the big Wendy's window, you know, and this girl walking <laughs> okay. through the parking lot. And one of us says out loud, Oh my God, look at this girl. And Uh-oh. and those two girls go, That's our new stepmom asshole. No. <laughs> yeah. And she had to be to like twenty two. Yeah. She'd be like twenty two.
1: Well, that would have been uh my friend Laura with our other friends and Stacy Francis. They'd be like, Oh, here here comes Jeff. Rolling. And Laura would have to say, no, that's my new stepdad. (laughs) 17. Driving my Honda Nighthawk. And her mom knew it. She knew it? Oh, yeah. She knew I loved her. It was great.
0: Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah, I
1: said it all the time. Uh, are you watching Padre Baseball That's what I was going to
0: ask you next. Yeah, I am. I'm, I'm following all the Padre games. I'm following a lot of spring training. More spring training this year than I've ever followed.
1: Uh, we talked about it the other day. Full credit to the Union Tribune. paper is there. I got an email That's today. What I was going to ask
0: you about the paper. When's it coming?
1: I, it's there every morning by 7.30. Okay, good And deal. then I got one today, and I'll tell you about my night last night. But um, I got an email. They were great. I got an email today that said, they were running late, and it would be there by 9. Yeah. Which on a Sunday, it's fine. Um, but we've talked about this. At some point, Josh is going to get married. Yeah. What do you think that's going to be like for you? I can't wait for him to get married. Yeah? Yeah. I
0: mean, he's I, I been I for it. I th- Yeah. I mean, I think, honestly, I think Josh will be married in 2024.
1: Wow. Yeah. That's pretty cool. A friend of mine yesterday... Uh, I was out running around with Jackie Cade, yeah, all day yesterday. Had a blast. Watched Chris Rock last night. Thought that was. Did you watch that? No. He did a uh, he did a live Netflix okay special, and the whole last ten minutes is all about Will Smith. Really? Yeah, it's really good. And so Chris Rock was great. Good. So we watched that. We watched John Jones uh, win the yeah. UFC heavyweight championship in like two minutes. Choked the dude out. Wow. You look terrible. You look 50 pounds overweight. He choked the guy out in a minute. Wow. Yeah. And uh, so we're just hanging out. We watched... Uh, I never watched Netflix. Have you Have you been paying attention, like my ex was asking me, if I'd been paying attention to this guy Murdoch in no, South Carolina?
0: No, I have not. I know it's a huge you know the story. Yeah. yeah.
1: So the guy... I mean, I think 95% of you know it, but remember, when you leave at 7 in the morning and get home at 10 at night, you don't really see, my ex was saying, are you paying attention? It's on CNN, MSNBC. I go, fuck, I'm never home. But Dave, the guy, the family, the Murdoch family, wherever they are in South Carolina, I think, his grandfather was the original prosecutor in this town. Then his father was the prosecutor. Very powerful family. Okay. And it's this story about how the one son got drunk, driving his boat, crashed his boat, and killed a local girl. Yeah. And how they tried to cover it up. Wow. And then eventually, that young man and his mother are murdered on the grounds of the home. And it turns out the father is the one. And then different things happen. I mean, it's a three-part series on Netflix. Okay. Wow. Like, I didn't know anything. But they're each run like 40 minutes. And fascinating. Yeah. And you're like, God damn, man. Southern power. It happens. But uh, so, yeah, we're just hanging out. Having a great time. I start crashing out. And a friend of mine calls at uh, one in the morning. One of my best friends for 20 years. And her son got married yesterday. Okay. And her son got married, and she had enjoyed the party. She goes, look, I'm not in any position to drive. Um, But I said, hey, how was it? And her mother had passed away in uh, September of last year. And so they put a picture up of her mother. Nice. And it was great. I said, hey, I'll come meet you. I want you to sit over there by yourself. So I went over. She was over, uh, kind of by Shelter Island. Okay. And we just hung out for like two hours until it wore off and she was good. And just talked about, I mean, I've known her son since he was, gosh, we figured it out since he was four years old. Wow. Do you remember this? I've, I've said this on the show. You, me, Costa, and Brian Wilson. Okay. One night on the air at KFMB, it wasn't. Um, a dating website was a personality test. Do you remember when we did this on the I air? I don't remember. We did this on the air. Okay. Something that it was a personality test, and you you I don't think see, I was probably the one guy that did it because I was the one guy single. Okay. Mike was married at that point, right? Yeah. With Meg. Dub would have been married. Maybe. He might
0: have just been dating.
1: But was in a relationship, yeah, yeah, you and Rita. Yep. So we did this thing on the air, and it was like a personality test. I've never been on Match or any of those yep. websites, never have done it. I would. If I was single, I would do it in a second. On Match.com? Yeah, I would do it. I wouldn't do. I would waste my money on mindless dates. I want to at least have a starting chance. Well, we did this personality test, yeah. and it matched me up with somebody. And she's been one of my best friends for 23 years. Yeah. And it's the only person that it matches up with. And uh, we were laughing about it last night. So it's literally the only thing I've ever done. She's been easily top five best friends for, for 23 years. So I've known her son since he was four years old. He beat leukemia. Wow. She's a single mom and her mother passed away. I knew her family really well. And Dave, it was incredible to sit there and kind of talked to her. So we went in where the reception was held. Yeah. And, you know, the room's now emptied out, right? What time in the morning is this? Ah, it's 30 last okay. night. And we're sitting there and I said, hey, tell me about what you're thinking. She got to walk her son down the aisle, which is pretty cool. cool. And just talking about all those different things, Um, it was really fun, man. Like I was really, but that went to like, dude, we we're out to like three in the morning. And uh, just talking about it, what it was like as a parent, being it. She's so excited. Her son's an amazing guy. I love her son. And like I said, you know, but I said, what's that like knowing that he's ready to start the next chapter in his life? And she said, it's great. And then we just kind of talked too, but there's a part of it where you realize so much of those things, my sons and I were in Coronado today, and you see a bounce house for a party, right? Yeah. All those things that you used to do, uh, it was really fun. Like these little kids, they brought a science guy out. I said to my kids, that's a Coronado birthday party when you got <laughs> fucking Bill Nye, the science guy out here, right? Blowing shit up. But, uh, but I was just wondering for you, because your relationship is so close, it's probably different because he's been away for college, yeah. now lives in Nashville, but I wonder how will Rita be when he gets married and, and that next chapter officially I, she's, kicks she, she's in.
0: She's excited. I mean, here's the deal. We're going to Joshua will be in town on Tuesday. Oh, nice. Because we have to drive to Phoenix for, for the wedding. Oh, that's so right. He's in town for basically seven days. I mean, counting Phoenix. And, um, you know, it's one of our closest friends oh, one yeah, of, love who's, him. who's, uh, who's getting married and we're, we're super excited. And, um, for them they had two boys that were raised with my two boys and so yeah. you know they're all four of those kids were like brothers and so it's super exciting and mm-hmm. so but i think josh is next and so we're looking forward to i'll be mean, honest with you man i'm one of those guys that can't wait till josh has a kid of his own how you know? crazy will that be right yeah i mean we're excited but I, rita and i know the girl that he's gonna marry so i mean and we oh, love her great. so yeah. she, she's fantastic so no we're looking forward to to all that stuff um yeah, you know what the weirdest thing is? It's like, uh, you know, Josh is in Nashville and he's busy. I mean, he works a lot. Mm-hmm. And so I, you never want to bother your kid when you know he's working. Yeah. Like like during the day, I try not to send him a bunch of shit that I'll find that I'll go read the story or look at that. But when he was in town, constantly, I'm just texting him nonstop. Now I try not to bother him as much. But like he had a really big day on Thursday for work. Like it was a really good day. Yeah, I love it. But dude, he didn't call me. You know what I mean? Oh, so, but I don't want to bother him, you know, but I'm thinking about it all day. Like, Hey, did it go well? And then I, you know, I I said to him today, I talked to him. I said, Hey, um, Hey, congratulations on Friday. He goes, what was Thursday? Well, well, fuck, you you know, (laughs) you know what I mean? So you start to feel a little left out, but at the same time, you understand he's living his life. Yeah. So you don't want to sit there and, and bother him because you don't want to get in the way of him living his life
1: crazy is right? that
0: is that weird so as a dad yeah, you're, you're just sitting here going um hey i'm I, i'm here i'll always be here when yeah. you're ready to share i'll um, share that's why this bolt city podcast that you got us into
1: yeah which is fun
0: which is, is funny because i wouldn't have done it one without you, you 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 know having the conversation two is josh wouldn't have done it unless you dropped out of it yeah so but it, 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 it is, I love it. it has been one of the best things for me over the last year because as i say to my wife it gives me a chance at least one hour a week where i get to look at his face and talk to him because we're on camera
1: and those shows are never going away and like those, they'll always yeah,
0: be a, somewhere true. in the cloud right that's true so they're always gonna be on youtube all of them are on youtube yeah so um but the bolt city podcast shows are just it's an hour that i get with my kid on video every week yeah i love that and me too and, and I mean, literally, it, both of us have said, we even if they didn't, we didn't get paid, we, we enjoy doing the the time. Well, it's that, good. And Mario, who does it with us, a
1: great kid, right. man, he's become family He's not us. punching himself in the face. He's not <laughs> punching himself
0: in the face. He's become family.
1: Dude, I had the funniest thing. I mentioned I was in Coronado, and you'll appreciate this, parents of boys. So we go down to Coronado today, and we're hanging out, and it was, their mom is now working at... Uh, juvie hall yeah and i won't go into details but it it's a whole lot different right yeah her life's a lot different now and she shares with me and it's just different things right that are are pretty amazing where how the path is so much different for for our kids versus other families and so uh You know, yesterday we had kind of goofed around a little bit, but today I was like, okay, man, these guys are wound up. They have to blow off some steam. So I said, let's go throw the football. Yeah. Let's take the football. We'll go throw it. But we get there, and I said, okay, listen, you guys throw the ball. I'm going to read, get caught up on a couple of sports pages, and give me 20 minutes, half hour, right? Well, you know, because you have boys. Anybody who has boys, uh, they throw the ball for about ten minutes and then next thing you know, it's it's NWA championship <laughs> wrestling. So I'm sitting there and they're wrestling around and throwing the ball and throwing the ball at each other, just doing what they do. But the ball that we have, I love it. It's it's a I think it's a regulation college ball. But Tom Brady would hate it because it's not overinflated. It's underinflated. But you can throw perfect spirals with it. It's a leather football. Yeah. But, dude, if the thing hits you in the ribs, you're not feeling it. Fine. So Jack is, like, throwing the ball and bouncing the ball off Cade. And I'm 40 yards away from him. And we hear a female voice. Hey, don't do that. Don't do that. You should stop that. Don't do that. Karen. And I realize this lady doesn't realize that they're brothers. So I'm laughing. <laughs> so Jack and Kate are like, what?
0: mean, she thinks that one of them is bullying the other kid?
1: Yeah, she thinks oh, Jack's fuck. beating the shit out of Kate. Two Coronado. You ever met a Coronado kid who can fight, lady? Come on. But, but honestly, Dave, I wasn't offended. I thought it was kind of sweet that she was worried about a local kid. Did he go over there? No what was funny was her neighbor came out and her neighbor was like and I was watching everything you know just seeing what would happen and he's like hey what's up and she's like that dark haired boy is roughing up the blonde haired boy and the guy goes they're here together they're buddies and she's like well I don't know and he's like and he starts dying laughing he's like oh you should have seen what my buddies did to me She's like, whatever her name is. Mary, they're fine. How old is Mary? I couldn't really see. Probably 60s. Would you throw her one? Oh, yeah. For sure. Unbelievable house. But um, (laughs) but then Jack and Cade start getting mouthy, and I'm like, dude, Uh, shut up. Yeah. I go, I said she wasn't, she didn't come over and hit either one of you with a rolling pin, right? She didn't cuss at anybody. Her neighbor was funny as shit because he was like, no, they're just roughhousing. So I didn't say anything, but we get up and just start throwing the football. And I can hear the guy go, see, they're fine. Everything's fine. Well, I just, and he's dying laughing. So, no, I I said to Jack and Kate, I go, dude, you could be in a situation at a different park where that's not Jack and that lady's. Being cool. I didn't didn't have any problem with the Dave. People get their feelings hurt about anything. I'm surprised you didn't walk over and say, just so you know, lady, they're twins. Well, that would have been funny, but I was like, and they're psycho. But no, she was. She was looking out. She was looking out. I told Kate, I go, God damn, dude. If you didn't have that lady looking out, Jack was going to beat the (laughs) shit out of you. Shut up. He was not. I'd have beat him up and beat you. But I just said, dude, she's a sweet lady. She didn't mean any harm. Oh, my
0: gosh. All right, so you talked about the paper. So yeah. I always look at the paper on Sundays, and I do look at Nick. I, I like Nick. and this If this gets back to Nick, it's like everything I say gets back to Nick. Yeah. When Nick, did you read Nick today? I know you, you probably yeah. did. Okay. Here's my problem with Canapa, all right? And this is my problem with a lot of older guys that do this move, mm-hmm. the get-off-your-lawn guys. When he talked about the 40-yard dash, how it's rigged. Yeah. Dude, shut the fuck up. It is right there in front of us. All of us can see yeah. the clock. Dude, what are you talking about? Athletes get bigger and stronger every fucking
1: year, dude. Uh, what? The uh, Keith Lincoln would yeah. run a three eight. <laughs> he always pulls. Oh, that's ridiculous. Tommy Nettles,
0: Ronaldo Nehemiah fucking was a world class
1: sprinter, Five, and he didn't run. Rick Smith, yes. had his stopwatch out. Dude, Jerry McGee e clocked him twice. Are you hey, in your there. fucking Five, mind?
0: Are you, dude? He has been doing that same fucking tired ass line for as long as I've known him. The
1: fastest guy I ever saw live in Indianapolis. <laughs> Little train James ran an eight one, eight one. Okay, now you're telling me guys are running in the fours, please. But he's the same guy that'll tell you Chuck Muncie's cigarette, his mouth in a leisure suit, ran a four five, 60 Yeah. With dress shoes on. Yeah. <laughs> same shoes. OJ had on no correlation. Okay. Okay. Old timer. Dude, it's, it's done by a laser. You fucker. Yeah.
0: It's not any stopwatches anymore. It's a goddamn laser. Uh, uh, It's not rigged,
1: you dipshit. No chance. (laughs) No chance. Speedy Duncan. You you ever heard the name Speedy Duncan? We're all watching on TV when the clock stops and starts. What are you talking about, you maniac? Speedy Duncan was out there. We clocked him. Uh, Brad Sondak clocked him. (laughs) 5-8. Brad Sondack clocked him. oh
0: fuck you ernie beer laughing at that right there (laughs) fuck yeah it's goddamn ridiculous man yeah
1: nine thousand guys
0: unbelievable i will will say this real quick because you went through it the spring training yes i love the new rules i think it's outstanding great it is it is they're fantastic um ernie martinez hated it now he hates the pitch clock Oh, he's out of his mind. You don't lose anything. You still got to throw the ball over the over the plate. Right. It just moves faster, man. It's a faster-paced game. It's great. And it's funny. They were saying that it's the older people that like it, the younger people that dislike it. Oh, is that right? And they thought it would be the opposite. But I'm telling you, I, I'm, I'm enjoying it. I, the pace of the game right now has
1: been fantastic. I tell you, Dave, I've enjoyed it. Yeah. Um. Right? I know everybody left today to Miami for the Dominican team. Shout out to our friend Jojo Tarantino training for the Italy team. Wow, A little good. bit of crazy That's travel, cool. but he's uh, over in Japan. And and so we'll keep an eye out for him when Team Italy gets rolling. We'll look cool. for Jojo in the dugout. Uh, I don't know, man. I guess it's just everything going on. And the funniest thing is the change in Buster Olney. Buster Olney, a couple of years back, my theory was... It was 2015. Okay, I want to hear what you say. I think it was the 2015 yeah. trade deadline. Yeah. And I was watching at home. ESPN had a baseball tonight special. Yeah. And it was when the pods had kind of, you know, all those guys had come in: Will Middlebrooks and Kemp and Myers. Yeah. Uptons. Uptons, um, James Shields. Yep. And word had gotten back to ESPN that Preller was going to be active. Yeah. And keep an eye on the Padres. Here come the Padres. We're here and keep an eye on the Padres. Well, in hindsight, we've learned nothing comes from that team. But who knows at that point? I feel that's right when Preller had gotten started. And Pods didn't do anything. And boy, oh boy. I've talked about it with members of that organization. I said, here's my conspiracy theory. Go ahead. I said, Padre fans
0: hate him. You and the other Padre fans hate Buster.
1: I said, I feel like he felt like he was let on, and that his credibility was impacted because he kept saying on the air, the Padres are going to make a move. You didn't make any moves, and he was like, fuck you. And then every opportunity he got, he would take a shot. He would take a shot at this team, and Dave, it went for three, if not four years, Okay, maybe longer. Was he wrong? Yeah, they got a lot
0: of it. Oh, no, I'm saying he's not wrong. They but didn't
1: the, win any World Series championships. But there were points that he would be, it could be a St. Louis Cardinal, Colorado Rocky yeah. discussion, and he would find a way to cheap shot the Padres in the tweet. He went out of his way to cheap shot him. Yeah, I, I know. You, you say this,
0: and so do I other did. Padre fans.
1: But I also talked to guys within the organization, yeah. and I said, am I out of, our, am I out of my mind? Yeah for this theory and they said you're not because we think it's something they didn't necessarily know yeah my trade deadline but when i mentioned it to them they said that could be it because i said on that day man he loved you and shortly after he hated you but all of a sudden buster's back on the padres bandwagon did you see what he tweeted yesterday go ahead tell me and i'll give you my theory back go ahead he looked and he said, after 2024, yeah. the New York Mets have in the neighborhood of 425 million committed on the books. Yeah. The Padres have 1.4 billion yeah. committed after 2024. And he said, the way the Padres approach the offseason is different than any other team in baseball finances. And he said, if I'm the agent, Right now for Soto and the agent for Josh Hader, I strongly consider an extension with the Padres immediately. Yeah. Because he said they're doing it differently. Yes. And so, I i mean, I can find it, but that's no, basically
0: I, what he said. I got you. All right. Now, here's, here's my feeling. Okay. Again, the Padres haven't won jack shit since Preller's been here. True. All right. So anything anyone said negative about the pods is justified up until this point. Okay. They haven't. You could put a T-shirt up that says Padres 2015, 2019, 2020, 21, 22.
1: What about a photo
0: book? 23. You could put a T-shirt up that says Offseason champs because fucking they have nothing to show for it. But right now people are sold. And this is what I always say. Vegas is the one that should fucking be the ones that you follow because Vegas isn't in the business of losing money and Vegas is in on the pot. And that's why this year, I think it's, it makes complete sense to go, Padres this, Padres that. It didn't make sense with Matt Kemp. It didn't make sense right. with with uh, fucking Justin and Blowjob Upton and, and fucking um, Kimbrel and all those guys. It, it didn't make any sense at all the way that one went. What frustrated me about that move that seemed like a desperate move to show that we're going to do something, it was a huge mistake. It set the franchise back years, and the Atlanta Braves were in the same kind of situation, and they decided to go about changing things over quicker and the Braves, who did it after the pods, won a World Series first and were more competitive. The Padres this year are different. And I think anything Buster says now, if you were to take a shot, I think he is wrong. And the Padres are doing their finances different than everybody else. I mean, look at the money Manny's going to make now compared to what he's going to make down the road. They're trying to make everything fit. And we talk about the luxury tax all the time. The Padres are basing everything on things are going to change. The luxury tax are going to change. It's Kind of like the NFL, how the NFL will sit here and... Um, raise what what the salary cap is year by year and you, you know you always do how far will it go up the Padres are banking on the same damn thing that things are going to go up things have changed that's one reason Manny opted out because as you said the game
1: changed yeah here's the exact tweet go ahead oh, uh this is what Buster wrote yesterday payroll commitments beyond 24 Mets 482.4 million Padres I was off on the number 1.018 billion yeah. Uh, Buster. This is Buster only. Again, these days, San Diego is operating with a view of long-term risk very different than any other team. This is why agents and executives say Soto and Hater should finalize extensions right now. Yeah.
0: That's interesting. If, if that's where they want to be. Now, Hater. honestly, I, I think if I was him, I would. You don't know what's going to happen to the closers. Closers, again, seem to be you know, rotate it out kind of fast. Remember a few years ago, the lefty Will Smith, mm-hmm. how dominating was? Oh, yeah. Dude, he just signed with the Rangers today. Like, he didn't even have a team yesterday. Where's Jerks in pro far, and Profar, by so the way? He's at home right now, playing fucking MLB The Show. He's doing nothing. He doesn't have a job. I mean, Boris fucked him. You know, he's going to yeah. find a job, but Boris fucked him. Yeah. That, Could have been on a team that's supposed to win the World Series.
1: Making, but, what, $7.5 Yeah. Million?
0: I mean, completely fucked this kid over. It was uh, This is terrible advice that he gave this kid. If I'm pro-far, you can't say him to go find a new agent. But You man, pay me. Yeah. He said, hey, fuck face. Dude, I'm not playing right now. Yeah. And spring training is going on. I but, don't think any, you
1: can't play in the World Baseball
0: Classic, right? Because no. you don't have a team.
1: No. I mean, when a door is in camp. Yeah. Oh, my God. But, but I mean, yeah. I get it because you don't have any infielders right now. The whole infield has gone. So, if you're bringing them in. Um, it was funny yesterday they picked up the diamondbacks feed. Yeah. Boy, Brentley and, and Berthiome clearly knew they were on in San Diego. They were fine. I, I, you watch. How do you say anything negative about this Padre team? Honestly? Oh, Brentley's
0: had. Yeah, I know. know. But I mean, without looking like just a fool, how do you, yeah. how do you,
1: well, those guys, they were, they talked about, I mean, Brentley clearly as usual out of the loop saying, well, here comes Fernando has another 20 games, but, boy, when he comes back, he's going to have to mend a lot of fences in that clubhouse. was hasn't paid attention. They've already talked about it. Yeah. It's already been addressed. And as far as we know, they're fine. Yes. Right? Musgrove, very vocal, uh, leading, and off you go. But um, just kind of, it was funny watching them and seeing this, but, but for a guy like Profar, I, I mean, a door right now, you need infielders. When you're watching Dave Dahl, Texas guy, yeah, Angle's coming back, right? You've got outfielders, but you need infielders, yeah. But yeah, you don't need to. You're not going to pay Profar seven and a half million to be your fifth outfielder. You're not going to do that. No, no.
0: It's uh, it, it's going to be it's going to be very exciting. I like some of the changes. You know, it's funny watching. Uh, you know, the Dodgers, see how they're going to do without the Turners, you know, without Trey and Justin Turner and everything else. And you're, I'll be honest with you, if you're watching Dodger baseball, you're going, you like you like what James Outman's doing a lot as far as replacing Bellinger, but, man, you're sitting there going, well, there's no way Chris Taylor's going to suck as bad as he did last year. But guess what? He is. He's sucking. Yeah, Max Muncy stinks right now in the spring. And you're sitting yeah. there going, man, that's not good at all. Now does Freddie Freeman and Mookie Betts and those guys look great? Better than ever. Those guys look fantastic. But... Man, it's going to be interesting to see uh, the Padres, right? Haven't won the NL West since what 2006? Is that correct? So uh, yeah. So is this the year that they come back and win it? Yeah, I would not su- be surprised. I don't think anyone on the planet would be surprised. Uh, what do you make of
1: the Mike Clevenger situation?
0: I don't know. You know, here's the deal. I can sit there and give my opinion because it, obviously it looks horrible from the outside. Uh, the fact that he was basically cleared, he will I, not
1: face any discipline yeah, after MLB's investigation into I, I his alleged. I did not violence. see that
0: coming. I didn't see that coming. I thought for sure after what happened to Bauer, his buddy. I thought for sure Clevenger was going down the same road.
1: Yeah, uh, were you surprised? I mean, look, uh, you know, a lot of things happen in those investigations, and I don't know anything about yeah. it. Yeah, so that's what
0: I'm saying. It's hard to give an opinion
1: when you don't when you don't have. Yeah, I mean, from
0: everything you read, you're thinking, "Oh fuck, he's he's in deep shit, and he deserves it."
1: You want to know what Mike Clevenger had to say? Suck it. I'm pleased that Major League Baseball has concluded its investigation. I had nothing to hide, cooperated fully with MLB. This situation has been stressful for my family, and I thank them for their strength and support. I asked everyone not to rush to judgment until MLB's investigation was concluded, and I appreciate everyone who had faith in me, including the White Sox organization and my teammates. I'm looking forward to the 2023 season and helping the White Sox win a championship this year.
0: He's another guy you got to worry about, right? The pitch clock.
1: Oh we, yeah, we talked about Snell,
0: sure. Clevenger, with all the Herky Jerky, all the bullshit. You you kind of wonder what does it do to him.
1: Yeah, I
0: didn't think he'd be pitching this year. I'm shocked. I'll be honest with you. I didn't think he'd be pitching.
1: No, but you I mean, know? if you're if you're the White Sox, uh, again, we're not really privy to everything that happened, so yeah, they'll play it out. But we talked a lot about it when it happened, and so if he's no further charges, right?
0: Yep. There you Maybe go. You we'll see him. We'll see what happens. I mean, we're going to be paying attention to him and Mania because they both wore in Padre uniforms last year. You want to see yeah. exactly how these guys end up.
1: And nothing for Trevor Bauer, right?
0: Oh, no one's signing him. Right yeah. now is no one's signing him. If you follow him on Instagram, and I tell you, I do like the, the pitching tips that he gives to, to people that pitch. I mean, it's kind of cool. But if you look at Trevor Bauer, he doesn't look like he's in the best of shape. Looks like he's about 20, 25 pounds overweight. Wow. Hair is crazy long. Really? Yeah. He's just, he, he doesn't look, he doesn't look great, man. He doesn't, doesn't look like you want to sign him. And at the same time, you got to explain to your female fan base why you signed him. Yeah. Hey, want to mention Alan Taylor, Taylor may pools again, the weather's getting better. I mean, as you guys know, we could go at this time. We're like, man, how much rain are we going to get right now? It feels like the rain has dissipated and it's time to focus on what's going to happen in the warmer weather. You know, it's coming around the corner. As we sit here tonight, I'm going, man, for the first time in months, it feels warmer to me. You know know what I mean? It feels warm in here. Overdressed. Taylor May Pools, 20 years in San Diego. Again, Alan Taylor building pools like you've never seen before. Ask about available financing. His pools are completely different than anyone else, and he'll give you a 3D design virtual tour before you make a decision. Again, Alan Taylor and Taylor May Pools. That phone number is 619-449-4452. 619-449-4452. 619-449-4452.
1: So fun. I mentioned being in Coronado today, and I was saying, we do this, uh, my sons and I, take the football out there, Yeah, and you can't go home until 100 completions without dropping the ball. Is right? that right? Yeah. So whatever, 15, 20 yards. But, you know, because you throw the ball enough. Somebody gets one crazy that goes flying out of the way, right? (laughs) And we're sitting there and we're doing it, having fun, because it's been forever since the weather was nice enough to do it. And we said, you know, when this game is really fun is when you're playing it with, it's not really a tennis ball, but it's kind of a a pool ball. Yeah. And you play it with the pool ball and because then it's getting water and then all of a sudden it moves a little bit more, it gets a little bit of that herky-jerky movement. And we were saying today, we go, man. All of a sudden, two weeks we change the clocks, right? Dave, we'll yep. be sitting here at ten thirty at night. All and is that next week we do it? Right? I think it's two weeks. It's usually it. right after uh, St. Patrick's Day. I was told it was next week.
0: <laughs> is it? I'm gonna look that up. Yeah, I was. That's what I was told. Could be. We're saying when I'm in Phoenix, I'm gonna get affected by it.
1: Uh, coming it's coming back. quick. Yeah. But, um, and then all of a sudden, man, sun stays out, super warm. Feeling great, and then it's pool season. So if you have not made the call, I don't know what you're waiting on. Nothing better than a tailor-made pool. And uh, just for tonight, Sunday night, special, we traded five people to get her. Tonight, it's the Tracy Bingham pool from Alan Taylor. <laughs> My God. A little bit of, yeah, is fine. Who else did we trade for tonight?
0: Oh, fuck. Trade um, for Mary Joe. Yeah.
1: But Tracy Bingham, and then you gave me one early, too. I oh, Jacqueline remember. Smith. Oh, yeah, she's fine, too. But we've done the Jacqueline Smith pool. We've never done the Tracy Bingham pool, but no, that changes we never have. tonight. So first five people, cash only, Tracy Bingham pool from TaylorMade pools. There you
0: go. Don't forget about Dan Williams when it comes to your finances and trying to figure out where you're at. And, hey, someone to remind you why you need to pay that insurance bill. <laughs> Dan might be your guy. Look, to help <laughs> you get out of debt, most importantly, nobody wants the stress of being in debt. Oscar, are you prepared for the future? Check out this, savewithdan.us, savewithdan.us, Saveology, free app, normally 100 bucks, but Dan's giving you the service for free, retirement savings, a way to make your life easier. Make sure you contact Dan Williams at 858-688-6813, 858-688-6813.
1: It's so important, Dave, because you have to take care of priorities. Yep. And your priorities are your car insurance, when you remember to pay it, your ho- your home insurance. Yes. Yes. Right? All of those different things, your property taxes, your income tax. But then, if you do it right, as we talk about borrow smart, repay smart, then you can afford to do some fun things. And my sons go to Mexico with their mom a week, uh, actually, not even a week. They'll be there a week from tonight, but they leave Friday. Good. But they're gone for 10 days. They come back, and then it's kind of Jack and I have a couple of fun days. Uh, We're heading to spring training. We come back from that. We're in town for a couple of days and then off to L.A. for WrestleMania. But it's also uh, allowing Cade to take his mom to dinner on her birthday. All those different things that that you want to do. But the good thing is having the rules in place to know what your budget is. Actually, take care of, like you said, car insurance. But, But people get that bill. You have to pay it. And when it comes up and you're trying to do everything... Man, it can be a little stressful, but give Dan a call and he can put those rules in place for you. 858-688-6813.
0: All right. The person I know is getting a ton of phone calls right now because they're confused on what's happening in the market. Again, as you have seen, the interest rates are going up and down and it's really important. Brian Curry is the guy when it comes to real estate. He's the first call I want to make when it comes to, is this the right time to buy a home? Also, what's the most I can get for my home? As someone told me the other day ago, it used to be you'd look around your area and there'd be 200 homes for sale all the time. Yeah. Now you're lucky to find two or three. And so it makes the value of your home, obviously, go through the roof. But at the same time, where are you going to go? Brian Curry, not only get the most for your home, but will also find the next home for you. 619-251-1588. 619-251-1588.
1: Told you we got out today. Not only were we driving in and around Coronado, We also made our way back into IB today. We haven't been to IB for a couple of weeks and uh, love it, man. Like the West end of IB is so cool. And just walking around families and dogs, kids and strollers, right? Just having a great day, enjoying the beach, rolling around, hitting the local restaurants. I love it. And then we hit uh, the Strand. Yeah. Went into Coronado and back right off of Orange, where you go west of Orange. And I know uh, some of those properties, yeah, if you're a first time home buyer, might be a little tough. But if you're somebody that maybe bought a house and then sold that, used the equity, moved up a little bit, yeah, sold that, and now you've got more equity and you're ready to go and you say, "Hey, I like it here, but man, Coronado to me has a little bit of everything. Uh, the guy who can try to make it happen for you is Brian Curry knows these neighborhoods. Dave, ask him too. those, what we talked about, right? When you move in knowing what it's like with the main line or slabs or home warranties, all those different things that we never worry about as a renter, but when you're a home buyer, the vents, right? All those different things that Dave said, uh, all those things that we're just excited. We just want the key. We want to be able to move in but Brian's going to make sure that when you do move in, it's the best decision you can make.
0: Absolutely, Kyle Fluker's. You want to talk to when it comes to websites, building websites. Talk to Kyle tonight. Have a meeting set up with him on Tuesday. Look, I told you guys, get on his schedule. He is extremely busy. He um he, he's doing great things. We told you he's one of the best at what he does and helping you make money off of being on being online. Again, 619-500-6621, 619-500-6621.
1: You get out, you move around, you're trying to do as much as you can uh, in the three years since everything shut down. And it is fun to go out and buy local, support local. But there are still things that e-commerce is always going to be very important for. And I'm, I'm really talking to the people that use that because yes, you can build a fun website, and show pictures of your cat, Mr. Whiskers. But I don't know that we're looking for him. But what's the last thing, Dave, you shop for online?
0: I've been mean, online all the time. I mean, it, it's, uh, god dang, man. I, I was on Amazon just today. I bought this god dang uh, sleeping pills, the melatonin, just to fall asleep.
1: Oh, man. Uh, terrible news over the weekend when we heard Tom Sizemore passed away. Were you a Tom Sizemore fan? Yeah, so-so. I don't feel any different right now. I just found
0: out and not affected.
1: He was great in heat. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, everything. Well,
0: maybe. Someone brought this up the other day about why do we feel affected when celebrities die
1: that we never met? Here's why it's weird. Go ahead. So I had to look it up. My brother and I were in LA. Yeah. And just kind of running around. And I said to him, hey, I want to go into Book Soup. I love this store on Sunset Boulevard. Let me go. Let's go in here. We'll kill some time. So this was 2013, and we go in, and all the chairs are set up because there's going to be an author speaking. So usually it's some science fiction dork, right? <laughs> barbecue guy selling a cookbook. All right, come on, let's go. And all of a sudden I look, and on that night it was Tom Sizemore. Really? And I said to my brother, I go, dude, we, we love the movie Heat. And it's like 6.30. Yeah. He's starting at 7 o'clock. Okay. So we hang out. And by the time 7 o'clock rolls around, Dave, there's probably 25 people. Yeah. Maybe 30. Not 130. And we're just kind of in the back of the room. And we're listening. And he said uh, he'd written a book. And he said, hey, I've only done a couple of these things. I'm not an author. Yeah. I just shared stories. So I'll tell you a little bit about me He goes, I love being in this store. I used to live three blocks from here. A lot of nights I was high as shit (laughs) and I'd have to get out because you get paranoid. So you walk sunset and I try to come in here and I'd be all sweaty and clammy. Hope they wouldn't run me out. Yeah. And eventually I'd leave and then I'd try to figure out if I can find my way home. But if you got any questions or you want to, Ask stories. He goes, let me know. I'll tell you anything. I said, Hey, I piped up. People got a little bit scared. I said, Hey Tom, I'm glad you're here. My all time favorite movie is Heat. yeah, he goes, man, let me tell you something. When you're on that set and you're looking around at everybody who's there, he goes, there are days when you just feel blessed. And that was one of those days, man. He goes, you're there with Pacino and De Niro And Val Kilmer and everybody else, he said, I appreciate you saying that, and movie meant a lot. So he was talking and kept going. Well, now it's getting late. I'm like, hey, we got to get out of here. And so we left, and I never got a copy of the book. And that's the thing, where I'm like, dude, where the fuck did I have to be? I could have hung out for another half hour, shook his hand, had him sign the book. But uh, so now I'm looking uh, you know, you can get the book anywhere, but I'm like, can you find a signed copy of the book? Well, that's what I'm looking for now. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, just different things. So yeah, Dave, I, I wouldn't say we met him. Yeah. Didn't have the chance to shake his hand, but fuck, was he cool? Just super cool. Super humble. Remember he dated Heidi flies.
0: Yeah? Oh yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And I was th- think of him in saving private Ryan.
1: Yeah. Reservoir dogs.
0: Yeah. That's an, that's an
1: overrated movie. Oh, you're overrated. You fucking shit. cried at Stepmom. The shut your shit. mouth. Is that
0: your go-to every time I disagree? Yeah. I could say anything and you drop that line.
1: You're sitting here fucking watching Milf Manor, and I'm going to take movie advice from you? <laughs> t- How about you shut <laughs> your mouth? When's the last
0: time you watched Reservoir Dogs? It's horse shit.
1: I haven't watched it for a while. I love it's that. All, it's awful. It's gr- wait, it's is awful. he in that movie? Or am I, I confusing I, no, him with Michael idea. Madsen?
0: It's, it's Michael Madsen's it, in it. Yeah. It's horse shit. It's terrible. It's a terrible movie, and, and anyone who says it's great, go watch it again and tell me it's good. Hang on.
1: I don't it's know. Not. What, what's the other movie it's that It's overrated
0: he's as fuck. As you shut your mouth. Jesus
1: God, you
0: so dumb. It's Madsen. Matson's in all the goddamn Quentin Tarantino movies.
1: Yeah, that's it. But I got to think about what else. Sizemore was in something else. Born on the 4th of July. Oh, True Romance he was great in. Never saw it. You saw Oh, dude, you'd like never that movie. Let me tell you something. The guy
0: you don't want to be friends with, here's the best advice I'm going to give anyone listening to the show tonight, Yeah, is John Travolta. Really? Fucking A. Do not be friends with John Travolta. Your life expectancy is going way down.
1: Boy, that's a terrible thing
0: D- to say. It's 100% true. I just fucking typed in Tom Sizemore. John Travolta remembers.
2: <laughs> <It's> like,
0: <laughs> how many people is John Travolta? They an interview every time somebody drops dead. Christy L is like, that was a bad idea. His yeah. own wife, that was a bad idea. Oh, boy. You're He's a jinx, control. dude. John Travolta's a goddamn jinx. Yeah, he or was he's in, a
1: murderer. He wasn't in Reservoir Dogs. I think what I'm thinking of him. Uh, so here's Born on the Fourth of July. I would not have banged Heidi Flies
0: with your dick, dude. She's disgusting. Yeah. She's not attractive. Passenger 57.
1: Did you ever see that? No, I didn't. True was romance is great. in that? Uh, Heat is great in that. Saving Private Ryan. He's great in that. Pearl Harbor. And then uh, also was uh, a voice in Grand Theft Auto Vice City. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Let's see. Uh, but 61, yeah. man. That was it. But, dude, was just Young. super cool about just telling stories, no no attitude. I thought there was something else I'm looking for that he was in. That I don't know.
0: Nah, maybe you aren't going to miss him as much as you thought. I did. He was a nice man. Not nice enough to hang around for dude. 30 you didn't love minutes. him in
1: Polly Shore is dead. <laughs> Did not see that. No. Oh <laughs>
0: well.
1: <laughs> what about the last lullaby? That sounds like something you'd watch. Yeah, it does sound like
0: something, but I didn't watch it. Yeah, not yet. <laughs> not yet. That's on the list. I just wrote it down. <laughs> All right, here we go. All, All right, let's do this long time. How old are they? And how much are they worth? We're gonna go one March sixth to March seventh. Okay. March six, Shaquille O'Neal.
1: Oh damn, Shaquille O'Neal. let uh, say fifty nine. Really? Way off. You, what? Well, you're pretty far off. I'm shocked. Yeah. I'll go fifty four. Fifty one. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> Dude, why did I think he was? I don't dead? know
0: why you would think that.
1: Um, I'll say say
0: hundred and sixty million. Four hundred and fifty million. Wow, nice. Shaq makes more now through endorsements than he did when he was with the Lakers. And Dude, he made twenty two million a year when he's with the Lakers.
1: I love Shaq.
0: March seventh, Brian Cranston. Dude, how great is he? He's great. In
1: everything. Yeah. I'll say I,
0: if you said he died, I'd have been disappointed tonight.
1: Sixty four.
0: Sixty seven.
1: Uh two hundred million. Says forty million dollars. Dude, he's got to be worth
0: more, right? Money. He had to have a better deal. With Breaking Bad, correct? He yeah. was great. Said he made like two hundred and twenty thousand per episode of Breaking Bad. I don't know. Come on, I'm just telling Bullshit. you. That I, I looked it up. Last one, Jenna Fisher from The Office.
1: Oh, dude, Jenna Fisher's cool. I trade uh, those five goofs for her in a minute. Um, <laughs> in a minute, never look back. Let's call it in before you change your mind uh jenna fisher (laughs) i'm gonna say 46 49 it's kind of sad say 13 million close 16
0: million dollars there we go five random questions these are all questions i would ask as if you were a little kid okay before you're an adult what's your favorite color favorite color was always blue yeah me too any particular color shade of blue
1: um not Dodger blue. Ah,
0: you son of a bitch! I was trying to trying to rope you in right there. Yeah, fuck that,
1: was, that. That was a trick question. Yeah, anything but Dodger blue. Okay, we're in a Navy town. Navy <laughs> okay. blue. All right. What was your favorite number? Uh, when I was a kid, it was five. Okay. And then for uh, what? For Johnny Bench. Probably because he wanted to be a catcher. You yeah. Said. And that was the first book I ever owned. What do you mean? Johnny Bench catching and power hitting. Really? Yep, got it at the B. Dalton Southdale Mall in Edina, Minnesota. I loved it. Read it every day. Oh, that's it's cool. Like the coolest book, and I was like seven or eight. That's cool. Uh, Yeah. Um, But then it changed Um, when I was, I don't know, high school to 26, Van nice. McElroy. I
0: like it. I like it. What did you want to be when you grew what up? What
1: number for you? Six for Garvey? It was.
0: It was Garvey Six. Ah, that's
1: funny. He That's couldn't fun. even pronounce your name. Dude,
0: here's my, I have a couple of stories that are embarrassing as shit. But when I was a kid, the very first little league team they put me on, I was on the Astros. Okay. And I tried to get number six. It wasn't available. And then I said, all right, who plays first? Because I played first base. Who played for, who played first base at the time for the Astros? It was Art Howe.
1: Oh, oh yeah. Remember? I love this story.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and so I took 18. Because yeah. Art Howe wore number 18. So Jeff and I are in the media and man, I'm, God, I'm like 24 years old. And I walk (laughs) up to Art Howe who's managing the Rockies at the time. Yes. And I tell Art Howe the story about, hey, very first team I was on was the Astros. And I wore number 18 for you. And dude, he put his arm around me. Yeah. Like for a long time, like it was uncomfortable. Yeah. And I swear to God, he teared up. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was crazy.
1: He was so much nicer than Philip Seymour Hoffman yeah. made him out to be in Moneyball. True, and Phillips and
0: Art Howe was like yeah. six four. Philip Seymour Hoffman's like 5'6". six. Yeah. What kind of
1: casting was that? Shit, terrible. It was it was terrible Paul, casting. Well, no, you are thinking of Paul D. Podesta.
0: Well, no, well, no, no. Um, what's his face? Philip Seymour Hoffman, was is a short guy. He's is not that tall. Right? Yeah, he's not tall. That was fucking ridiculous. I did. He was great in that movie. Yeah. Underrated. He, he was an underrated actor. Dude, he was like one of the man. best actors ever. That was it. So I tell this story, and it went well, okay, with Art Howe. Yeah. Ever tell you my <laughs> – Jeff loves when shit goes bad in the locker room. Yeah. This might be the worst thing to happen to me outside of Tony Fernandez. Okay? Ready? Okay. I don't think I've ever shared this story. I don't think I want to share it now. Do it. Ah, fuck. Do so, it, so bitch. So <laughs> – Do it, bitch. <laughs> All right. And okay. again, as I tell this story
1: – Yeah, we got it.
0: I th- I'm like 10 years old all right and I'm living in Tennessee and I had this basketball goal and I had it was a flat area of my driveway where the mm-hmm. basketball goal was and it was surrounded by trees okay and I was a big North Carolina fan okay and so I' would dribble the ball and I could pass it off a tree and it would come right back to me okay. well I named all the trees off off of North Carolina players oh boy okay so I tell Sam Perkins who's playing with the Seattle SuperSonics at the time the story I go and when I was a kid growing up Sam, Oh, I had boy. a tree that I, I would name after. Now I'd throw it off and good pass. Sam back and boom! I'd shoot it. And I told the story to Sam Perkins, just sitting on his stool after the game. And he looks at me, dude, like you're looking at me right now. And he looks over at like Nate McMillan and fucking those <laughs> other fucking assholes on the Sonics. Yeah. And dude, everyone busted up laughing at the same time.
1: Can you yeah. believe this dumb fuck named me
0: named a tree after me? I named a tree after him because he good nice pass Sam. Bam, and I'd knock it down. And fucking, I felt like the entire 12 Supersonics were laughing at me. Yeah. Yeah, a little bad. Art Howe cried. Sam probably, Perkins goofed on me like Jeffrey Ross.
1: Probably uh, <laughs> 12 guys that would strongly disagree that Reservoir Dogs is overrated and probably think you're a complete <laughs> fucking geek. Overrated. For, for naming a tree and then telling a the guy thinking he's going to be excited. You know your tree would be? Shut up. You know it would be. Weeping willow. That's true. That's true. <laughs> okay. Go ahead.
0: When you were a kid, yes. What do you look forward to doing during the summer?
1: Oh, that was great. Um, so we had a community pool. Yeah. We had a community pool in my complex. It sounds funny, but we got we got jobs. We could work in the complex. So I don't know what we made, probably four dollars an hour. Yeah. But you you know you work 3 4 hours a day mowing lawns painting fences the whole deal. But then every 2 weeks you know you're getting 80 90 bucks cuz they wouldn't tax it. you were fine. I don't even think we had a social security number like 12. <laughs> and uh but every year we waited and I would get the call and you would have because in the winter all kinds of snow comes in yep. and leaves and everything else you wanted to be mr plow no when the summer came around in may everything in there is all dirty and and the whole deal we clean out of the pool get everything out leaves right take the leaf blower dry it all out you get this big kind of like a scraper and the scraper you would pull off, it, it was old. It was like um, like a light blue, and it was a rubberized paint. Okay. And you would scrape the walls, take everything off, kind of get it down, and you would get the call. And I got the call to be the guy to, to put the new paint in because the pool was nine feet deep. Yeah. And you would go in, and you would work from nine feet back. And once you did that, whatever it took to dry, and then it was time to fill the pool. But like all of that was great because we probably had 13 kids in our neighborhood, male, female, everywhere from age 8 to 18. So we just hung out at the pool all day, music playing, the whole thing. But when you got that call, and I was the guy, man, and they were like, okay, let's go. So I probably did it, uh, I think I did it, uh, 11, 12, and 13. Wow. Yeah, to just... And, it, you know, it sounds like, oh, child labor, or, you know, you were the moron who had to do it. It does. Dude, it was fucking great. It was great because you knew it was coming. So, I don't know, what would you look forward to in the summer?
0: It was always going to Magic Mountain when I was a kid. Oh, that's cool. Magic Mountain, going to the amusement parks. Now, if I went to Magic Mountain, I'd throw up for about three straight days. I have no yeah. equilibrium all of a sudden. I don't know what yeah. the fuck happened. I hit my 20s, and all of a sudden, man, I got dizzy on everything. I would sit on the bench. I was like the guy in Zapped when Scott Bay would speed <laughs> everything up.
1: And Willie Ames? Yeah. <laughs> Um, did Willie Ames die? No, I don't think so, did he? I don't, I don't know. think Willie Ames died. But, dude, the other thing, going to Met Stadium to watch Twins games, and the funniest thing about Met Stadium, if you see pictures... When you, it looks terrible. Dude, Met Stadium was great, it, but, but if you... Go ahead. But if you went, the infield dirt... Dark as fuck. It looked dude, like it was Starbucks so, grounded coffee. Yes, and they would... You know, now, when guys slide... Right? You're seeing guys get yeah. all scraped up. And, dude, that thing, guys were head first and didn't slow anybody down. I mean, you had Rod Carew, Bombo Rivera. You guys could fly. And, dude, uh, <laughs> you know, that was fun going out there, too. But all the old stadiums, because it was, it was football, uh, football, baseball. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So. All right, here we go. Last one. Okay. Who was the first celebrity girl you looked at when you were a kid and went, wow. I want to touch that.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, in order. Oh, whoa, whoa. It's
0: more than one. Who was the first one? Raquel Welch. Raquel Welch. Really? Yeah. What did you see her in when you were a Kansas kid? Kansas City Bomber. That dude, was changed it changed my life. That no. <laughs> sounds like it did.
1: Changed my life. And then Angie Dickinson and Police, police woman. woman.
0: My dad used to watch that when I was a oh, kid. Oh,
1: my God. What a show. Pepper. Yeah. Earl Holloman. I don't know
0: who's Earl Holloman. Her partner. Oh, yeah. Honestly, God, I don't remember seeing it. I remember being oh, a kid, dude. going to sleep and hearing that music playing.
1: Yeah, what a the show. theme song? Yeah, that f- fuck. I'm gonna buy every. episode. You know who was
0: overrated as fuck from back then? Who? Loretta Swift from Mash. Yes. Christ.
1: Come on. Please. What's going
0: on here. Binged Heidi Fleiss before I binged her. And then, uh, and then Lonnie Anderson. That was mine. WKRP. Yeah. Lonnie Anderson. I think that was the first yeah. time I was like, whoa.
1: Jacqueline Smith would be in that yeah. mix. I only
0: liked the blondes at the time.
1: Yeah, know? Jacqueline Smith.
0: Cheryl Ladd. I was a Cheryl Lad person. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Nothing wrong with Mary Tyler Moore.
0: No, fuck. I told you, I didn't discover Mary Tyler Moore until she died, and I started watching those yeah. reruns.
1: Dude, as great as she is on that, look at how hot she is in the old Rob Van... Yeah. Or Dick Van Dyke You're show. right. You knew Maury Amsterdam wasn't doing anything. Come on, get <laughs> out of here. What a name. Get out of here. Whatever his name was, Charlie... <laughs>
0: Fantastic old name. Yeah. Imagine if you had your kids. One of them said they're having their first kid. Yeah. What are you gonna name them, Maury?
1: Maury. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. Well, that's it. Who'd you have, Lonnie?
0: Lonnie Anderson was my first. One. WKRP. I wow. remember going, holy shit. Right. Yeah. That was my first.
1: Yeah. Raquel Welch, number one, man. Yeah. Damn. Angie Dickinson, for sure. And then, uh, and then, yeah. What was London. the first
0: poster you bought?
1: Oh, that's like, a good do you, one.
0: Do you, have, do you have posters when you were a kid? Uh, not like that. Okay. Heather Thomas was the first one I had. That's
1: funny. I yeah. remember all those. In the but pink, no, pink, I didn't. Pink bikini. Um. And then, uh, shout out to our friend Glenn Geffner, Before we go, yeah, got a notice from his HOA the other day to be careful when you're walking your dog because alligators are around. Yeah. And he sent me this thing. It was a HOA notification. And it said, hey, it's giving you a heads up. Alligators have been seen on Main Street or whatever. Yeah. So be careful. Marlin if, away. Yeah. Yeah. If you're walking your dog, you're out with kids, be careful they're there. And then the second paragraph is, uh, the ice cream truck will be here Tuesdays and Thursdays. <laughs>
0: I was like, dude. Does he live in a retirement community? What the fuck's happening?
1: Dude, I'm like, how great is that? Alligators and ice cream. What more do you need? (laughs) I'm like, I'd move to the moon. All right, we're coming back Wednesday? Yeah, I'll be back on a Wednesday, everybody. There you go. Have a good night.